Well, hello everyone, Paul Akers, welcome back to the American Innovator. We're back at Kazakhstan day seven. We're flying a helicopter up north towards the Russian border to visit some of the road construction sites this time. We got a couple dogs chasing us out, we had a ball. We had some really cool weather in that it was low fog, so we had to fly low for two hours across the prairies of Kazakhstan. So we're gonna go up north, up by the Russian border to this job site, and we had a great flight. I to see a lot of beautiful scenery, a lot of farmland, just wide open, very diverse, very interesting. I'm so lucky to be able to do this. It's just incredible. All the wildlife we saw, and just the open area. There are quite a few lakes and wetland areas that were very interesting, and then across forests, and the, the terrain was changing. Sometimes it was flat, sometimes it was hilly. Came across some roads every once in a while. A lot of it was just wide open, nothing, and people living out here, farmers. And quite interesting, we came across an eagle that almost hit us here. You're gonna see that in a second. It was really pretty wild to see that. And then again, lots of different farmland from seeding to, to harvesting. And then horses are very big in, in Kazakhstan. So we came across a lot of horses right here. And then across power lines, we were very, very low. And this eagle is gonna come up here in just a second. It's gonna be shocking. Unfortunately, I was filming. We went across some big lakes and some salt flats where it looks like they're mining salt. But I just had a great time, great pilot. And then these are cattle, quite a bit of cattle, as well as the horses and sheep. And then these yellow flowers, which is beautiful, just wide open everywhere you look. And here's the eagle, check it out. Almost hit us, pretty close. So this is the project we came to see. This is actually the road construction the BI Group is doing. This is a nice stretch of road that they're putting asphalt down. They've been working on it for about two and a half years. And how cool is that, that we get to fly up it and actually see it from the air, get a good perspective before we go down on the ground. But first, we're gonna visit the asphalt plant that's supplying all the asphalt to this project for the past two and a half years. Very cool perspective to be able to see all this. And here we are at the asphalt plant, and we're getting ready to touch down. How cool is this? One of the guys got a video of us landing. Man, this is arriving in style. That's all I can say. This is so cool. The whole team got together. We did a quick group photo in front of the helicopter and then into the plant where we started to look at some of the processes and see how things were going. So we immediately started looking at some of their improvements. And this hopper was giving her a hard time. Whenever the thing would clog, they'd have to empty the entire thing, 500 kilos. They put the second trap door in. Now they went down to 30 kilos and from three hours to clean it out to 30 minutes. Huge improvement. These three markers on each side of the truck indicate where the truck driver needs to pull the truck to to unload the three loads of asphalt into the back of the truck evenly. The nice thing is they're reflective so we can also see very well at night when they're doing it. The whole time we're here, we're trying to look for improvements. Now they're backing and I said, why are you backing when you can pull straight forward? So we're changing that, they're gonna start pulling straight through. They had a reason why, because they had this truck sitting and waiting. Whenever they had a problem with the load, this truck would come in. But I said, make most of the trucks at least pull forward, it's much easier. Another interesting thing we uncovered, which is a very big deal, this plant has a capacity of every 12 minutes producing a load for the truck. The problem is, down the road where they're actually doing the asphalt work, that machinery and equipment can do a load every four minutes. So they're three times under what their true capacity of the road equipment is. So that means they have a huge bottleneck here with the plant. So they gotta get rid of the bottleneck of the plant, otherwise they have all this machinery and equipment waiting downstream to, for the asphalt to come. And on top of that, then all the trucks are piled up here waiting because the plant can't produce. It took them 
two and a half years to do this road project. They could have done it in one year if they would have eliminated the bottleneck. So that's what we're working on, that kind of thinking, the theory of constraint, if you will, removing the biggest constraint. Second issue is we've got a lot of people standing around. So this plant requires 13 people to run it. In the United States, the same size plant takes three people. So this guard's waiting. Everywhere you go, there are people standing around who are not productive, and we got to eliminate that as well. Denise has done a phenomenal job. They have really done a great job on so many 3Sing issues and getting their inventory organized at a very high level so they could work evenly without variation. And everywhere I went in this facility, from the office to all the different workstations, they have just implemented so many great lean improvements. It was really shocking to see it. Okay, so now we're gonna go in the engineering lab where we test everything. So we're gonna take a look at it. They made a lot of improvements in here. Check this place out. This is where they do all their testing. And they have 3S organized and created standards for all their materials and everything is so much easier. And before, they just had everything randomly thrown on the floor and look how precisely they've done everything. Every detail has been attended to. It is really quite remarkable. We're gonna come down here and this is where he's doing all the testing. You can see, again, things are very, very well laid out. Very clean processes. All of his different screens for all of his aggregates are up here. Got all his tools done here. Got his tools done here. Just look at, look down below. The detail is really incredible that they've done here. Very clearly labeled on what everything is. This is excellent lean in Kazakhstan. Okay, so we're gonna go into another engineering lab, which is really amazing. Again, they've taken the time to 3S everything. Everything's shattered according to the shape. Uh, they have just not missed a single thing. All their supplies, everything is taken care of, carefully organized, everything. And then go to the drawer here, look at this. Even the drawers they did, they just really have killed this. Everything down in here in the cabinets, nothing randomly thrown anywhere. And then I like this, all the coats, everyone's names, the hard hats. And then you come over here, everything's shattered on the desk. This little thing for uh, stamps, and that's done. The computer's done, the printer's done. This briefcase has a place. Everything's off the floor, and then you come over here and they use these great visual controls on keeping the binders in order. And then uh, the list here to tell you what's in every one of these stacks. They've done a great job. And then look at, look at the detail, every, everything. This is uh, Kazakhstan on fire, the BI group on fire. They're killing it. Great job, you guys. So now we're gonna go out into the welding shop where they change the tires and everything has been dialed in. Look at their workbenches, notice the lighting, the shadow boards. They really have not missed a single thing. They even created a nice mobile station which rolls out to the trucks. He has all of his tools inside. He's totally prepared. He doesn't have to struggle. He made the wheels much wider, which allow him to go across the rough surface more easily. But they've really done some awesome stuff here. And I've never visited this place. This is the best part. They're doing this all on their own. Very, very exciting. Check out the inside. He's got all his tools, everything organized, ready to go. All of his welding rods, his greasing system. Underneath, he puts his heavier equipment that he needs. But he's got a really nice system and a process for doing work and being more effective. 
We continued on the tour out into the tire shop, everything hyper-organized. I can tell you when I came to some of their road construction sites in the very beginning, there was no rhyme or reason to anything. Now everything makes sense. All the oil supplies, and the most exciting thing here is they've created a Kanban system, which is excellent. Visual controls, three different kinds of oil. You can see those there, the red, the yellow, the blue. And then the blue or the green and red stripe on the wall is the Kanban level. So that tells you when you get down to three barrels, it's time to reorder. Very cool system. See the Kanban stripe on the wall? They're really not missing a beat here. So we just continued from supply area to work area, and it didn't matter where we went, it had been touched by lean. Most evidently here, everything was set in order. Again, strong visual controls. You felt comfortable there. You felt like, hey, I'd want to work here because I'm not going to struggle. And the cool thing is, too, that this is way out in the middle of nowhere. This is hundreds and hundreds of miles from Astana, way up by the Russian yeah, border, no, and it's uh, dialed wow. in from start to finish. Nailed this. So you come into engineering, they have the people and their phone numbers and positions, so you know exactly how to get a hold of them. So everybody's got a sign above their desk, which clearly tells them who everyone is and their position. Okay, lean idea. Let's see. Yeah, the gloves are in there. Yeah, nice. Very good. And then this is crazy for me. Just over a year ago, I was here speaking to them and look at all the change they made. We're watching videos here from FastCap when I was speaking. What a throwback in time. So much progress in so little time. And then after lunch, I went over to the canteen area and I gave a talk to the entire team. It was great. They were so engaged and they've done such a great job on improvements. And this guy gave me a bottle of horse milk. He was so funny. So one thing I have a hard time uh, drinking, but man, what a great team, great people, great improvements. It wasn't a single area I didn't see touched by lean. And the funny thing again is I've never been here before. I haven't met most of these people, but this is the power of great leadership. And from the top down at the BI group, they get it and they're making these improvements. And it's so fun to see all their progress. So day seven, we had another great day, great lean learning, great improvements. Stopped by a local museum and got a selfie, and we'll see you tomorrow. Well, hello everyone, day eight, Kazakhstan. We're going to the road construction today. We're gonna to actually see how they're doing paving. Now, the big thing we're looking for is variation. We do not want these machines to stop. We want flow all the time. And in the time I was there, in two hours, the line stopped six times. So we started asking why. Well, because the trucks were not staged correctly and the trucks couldn't back up fast enough to get to the asphalt spreading machine, so the machine had to stop. That created variation. Then they had to reinitiate the whole process again. So we said, how do we change this? So we reorganized the way the trucks were staged and we were able to take it from five minutes to one minute just by looking at what was going on. And then we explained to everybody. We said, hey, look at man. We can't stop the line. And we showed them, look at all these machines sitting we got two million dollars worth of machines sitting here it is completely unacceptable 
Everything needs to be working. We have beautiful weather. When we have great weather, we have to be 100% productive. This machine can never stop. So when you, you explain to people what you're looking for, they understand it. Now we had a defect. I asked why. Well, because the mix was bad. Why was the mix bad? So we went upstream to the asphalt plant to solve the problem there. We're teaching them how to solve problems to the five whys, removing all variation. There's just endless amounts of variation to this process. We have to remove these bottlenecks. Everything has to flow. One percent. Say it, say it, Russian. And all that was needed was just to tell the drivers what we want, so that they could quickly change each other. So as you can see, we have everything staged. The trucks are ready to pull in the second this guy leaves. We need 100% flow, total utilization, everybody working, nobody waiting. So Dulock gathers his team together and explains to them, we need flow. We cannot have people sitting and waiting. We have to think what's creating the defects, what's creating the problem. We have to make sure all these roadblocks and obstacles and bottlenecks are removed. Look at the material that's been dumped on the side of the road. This is very, very expensive material, and yet we're just discarding it. That's not acceptable. The wealth is in your waste. They're dumping all the excess asphalt. All the trucks idling, everything sitting, all this machinery idle. Your wealth is in your waste. All this equipment idle. So I got Alihan, my translator, together and I had him do a takeout in Russian just to show all the waste that was happening. He did a great job pointing out the wasted material on the ground, pointing out all the trucks being idle and that we had to stop the line six times. So this is just a great illustration of One Piece Flow. We saw the problem, we immediately produced the video. I actually was able to show this video in the talk I gave in the afternoon along with two or three other videos that I made that afternoon. So on top of going around and working with their teams, I was producing videos just in time of Alihan, making sure we didn't waste any time. Total utilization on the way we were utilizing our time, and we expect that from everyone else as well. And he did a great job standing in for me and making it happen. Pretty soon, I won't have a job. I think Alihan's going to take over for us. So we're emphasizing that variation is our enemy. We want things to run smooth. The minute we stop and start, go up and down, that's where the waste comes in like crazy. So if we understand how important it is to have smooth operations, flow, no variation, no up and down. If we constantly remove the bottlenecks, the variations will get smaller and smaller and smaller, and we'll achieve exactly what we want. Another issue is, in Kazakhstan, we have a very short window of good weather. And now we have perfect weather, and we're wasting that weather window too. I'd rather be, in the wintertime, drinking coffee with my wife but because we work so inefficiently and we're wasting all this time, we're going to be working out here in the wintertime instead of drinking coffee with the people we love. Are we crazy or what? On the road to another job site and the competition has even more machines sitting. Thank God they don't know about lean. If they learn about lean, we're in trouble. But we're way ahead of the game. Their guys are coming up with great improvements. Surveying stakes need to be correctly bent back straight. So they came up with a better system rather than pounding it over a block of wood. They got this nice little jig. They put it in there. It straightens every one of them. And it's easy transportable. They can put it in the truck and take it anywhere they want. They came up with great ideas. Now watch this next one. They got to pull the stakes out. Before they rock the stakes back and forth, they bend them. Now they have this pulling device. Pulls them out straight every time. So instead of having to even bend the stakes back, now they have straight stakes. It's amazing what they're doing. So this is Kana, and this is their laboratory where they test all their asphalt. Now, 
He is a lean maniac. He put his entire shop in order. He shadowed everything out, made everything very clear, great visual controls, attended to every last little detail. He has done such a great job on this. I asked him, has it increased his productivity? He said, doubled it. He never searches for anything. He doesn't have to look for anything. And then he pulled out his iPhone and showed me these pictures. I said, wow, this was before. That's how big of improvements he's made. He just loves it. He never searches for anything. And I asked him, hey, would you go back to the other way and watch this smile? Yeah, that's the smile that Lean puts on people's faces. Then we went over to the survey shop and we met Mehran Beck and look at what he's done. His survey shop is incredible. Every tape measure organized in the exact size, his sledgehammers, his spikes, his surveying spikes. And then I asked him, has this increased your productivity? He said, oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Look at the before and after. He pulls out his phone and he shows how unorganized it was and how they struggle to do everything now. Every stake is in order from the size to the diameter everything he's even made his stakes in 10 packs down here so he needs 10 stakes he grabs them they're all ready to go it's so fast and easy he's thought about everything these people have total joy about the way they're doing lean because it makes life so easy for them they're not struggling to do anything he needs a tape measure he gets it he knows exactly where it is he's surveying tape everything is set in order absolutely everything including the helmets so I bring Dulot in, he's the general director of this entire company, and he's looking at these improvements, he's saying these are just amazing, and he asks him, so you're doing this for me? No, you're doing it for yourself because this makes your work easier, this improves your life and the quality of what you do every day. And this is the exciting thing, and Dulot totally understands that. And then I asked Dulot, what is lean? I asked him, what did he think lean is? And he says, lean is your friend, it's not your enemy. This is here to help us do our work more effectively. To see the general director understand at this level and support his people, this is exciting, this is transformation, this is exactly what we're driving for. When the people at the top and at all levels get it, whether you're a surveyor or you're the general director, lean matters. What do you think of me? Then we went over to the alternator shop and this guy set up this great workbench for testing all the alternators. Very quickly changes them out, can get his job done efficiently, no struggle. He's got everything set up perfectly. He can measure to see whether or not they're working correctly. Turns it off, pulls it off hard, and he's done. These guys are rocking it on every level and Dulot is so proud of them, it's so cool. And then about three o'clock I gave a talk to the entire team. They came up, signed some books, took some pictures. Just a great group of people, lots of passion, lots of energy. Dulac gave a closing talk, and remember, we cannot let things sit. This is the big issue today. We saw lots of great improvements. This team is really doing well, so we've got to make sure that when the weather's good, we are working at 100% capacity. Nothing's idle. So needless to say, great people. In another productive day, we had a four-hour drive home. We got home at midnight, but we had a great meal just before we left. Traditional Kazakh food, which was over-the-top delicious and healthy, just the way I like it. Day eight, Kazakhstan. Wow, what a trip.